I didn't read the whole section of the Abarbanel to see exactly what age he is. You said Posik Dalad. Dalad and Hayid Varash. Yes, and Posik Hay. Posik Hay, Hashem says to him, I know you from old, etc. And he says, even though Naranoichi, nevertheless, I want you to say prophecy. In other words, he's a yoktim. He's, he's rushing him to say this prophecy. And we'll soon see why. Okay? And it says as follows in Posik Tess, it says, By Yishlach Hashem es Yodoi, Hashem stretches out his hand. In other words, that's the vision he has. And he touches his lips. And Hashem says to Yirmiyo, I placed my words in your mouth. He tells him, go now and tell, etc., etc. Do implement what I've told you. And then it says in Posek Yud Aleph, Yirmiya says, these, Hashem says to me, saying, What do you see, Yirmiya? In other words, it's a vision, it's a prophecy, right? It's a prophecy. Mm-hmm. So Baruch says to him, what do you see? And I said, I see a makel shokade. We'll soon see what that means. And I don't think you should look in your English translation, because the English translation jumps the gun. He says, makel shoket. In other words, he sees, makel means a staff, he sees a stick, he sees a log of wood, a timber, a piece of timber, makel. But makel means literally a stick. He sees a stick shoket. I see. And, yomer Hashem elai, Yirmiya says, Hashem says to me, hey tafto lirois. Do zest good? Does good gizen? You, you see him correctly. Your analysis is correct. Ki shoket ani al dvori because I hasten to implement my words. Well, I want to do it thoroughly, it is speedily. Therefore, what you saw is correct. And then there's another nevuah, etc. But we're going to discuss up to this point. Now, the Barbanel in general gives a general introduction here. HaKadosh Baruch asks Yirmiya, what do you see? So Yirmiya, it's expected. It would have wanted, would have expected, like we find in other nevuahs, that Yirmiya should in return say to HaKadosh Baruch whatever he showed me, I saw he shows him a chazon, he shows him a vision, right? And Yirmiya is the one who sees it. He's the prophet, right? Hashem says, what do you see in order to prophesy, right? So you should have said, Hashem says, what do you see? You should say, I, I should see what you showed me. And Barbanel explains that the facts are, HaKadosh Baruch who shows a vision, right? But then there's the imagination of the Novi. The Novi, after all, is not an angel. The Navi is a human being, right? 
and he has his own seichel, and he has his own imagination, and he has his own dimyonus, etc., how he imagines things and how he per- perceives of things, right? Perceives things. So therefore, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu shows Yirmiya the Nevuah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed it to him, Mitzad the perspective of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The question is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to know, did Yirmiya, what perception did Yirmiya have of it? Did Yirmiya perceive the Nevi'ah the way it was shown to him? Right? Or did he, so to speak, adulterate it? Was it, so to speak, was it pristine the way it was shown to him? Or was it seen in a Mugushim Dika way? That's the Lord of Barbanel. Did he take it in a different way? Says Yirmiyo, I see it this and this way. He doesn't, therefore, he doesn't say, says the Barbanel, whatever you showed me, I saw. Because the fact is, not, the Novi doesn't always see what Hashem shows him. Because he sees it, he takes it the way he sees it. The Zainan is. You know, from his perception. Okay. From his point of view. So, when he says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu what he saw, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, He This good gizem. Okay. Now, what did HaKadosh Baruch Hu show him and what did he see? So, the Abarbanel learns as follows. HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed him a vision. He saw something. Chazoin, a machze. He saw something, right? It was an image, it was like metaphorical, or whatever. He, and now he has to explain it, right? Translate it. So his trans, he translates it to say, I saw Makkel Shoket. Says the Abarbanel, what is HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying to him? This good gizen, you saw correctly, you analyzed it correctly. It means as follows. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed him, he said, I saw a Makkel Shoket. He could have said, I saw a log, a piece of timber. A piece of timber, right? He says, I see a stick. Shokate. Ah, says the Abarbanel, that is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. Yes, correct. Hey, Taftolir, is this that you interpreted the timber you saw? To me, not stama shtikel holz. Not stama a piece of wood. But you saw a shtikel. Hey, Taftolir, is why? Kishokate because I'm here to punish the, punish the Am Yisrael. I'm not just showing you vision. I want to use a shtecken. Right? And the bad shtecken is, and it's not a makamoyim, it's not a rebbish shtecken. It's a shtecken. Ah, a shtecken, that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. It wasn't stam a piece of holes, stam a piece of wood, be alma, if it was a fall from him. No, it's a shtecken. So he highlights the makil shokid. Okay, the radak, Rabdovid Kimchi in his commentary, and this is the second pshat quoted in the Abarbanel. The radak says as follows: Hakadosh Baruch Hu shows him a piece of wood, but he shows him a makil. He doesn't highlight so much the makil. He highlights the shokid, the shokid. Now shokid, you will soon see, will be translated to mean almonds. Okay, miloshes shkedim. Almonds, okay, and says says the the the, the Radak Hakadosh Baruch Hu shows him a makel shokay shows it to him, and he says, "What did he asks? Um, uh, you know, what did you see?" He says, "Yeah, I saw a makel shokay on Yeroya." He says, "Hey Taftoliri," says the Radak, "Hey Taftoliri," if Hakadosh Baruch Hu showed it to him. So you need the Novi at Eingizen, right? He saw in it, he analyzed it based on the Nevoah, because he saw a Makel Shoket, he saw a wood, uh, an almond branch, right? An almond stick, a stick of almond, right? So the question is, what's the big deal? Says the Radak, it's a Chiddush Godel, because he shows him a stick. 
he does he shows them an eight yovish. There are no blossoms. There are no fruits. And always get tricked into stecken. Nothing. How would he know that it's a shockade? Right? Nothing. Nothing leads him to think that it's shockade. Says he. Ah, I saw a makel shockade. I saw the eights you showed me, even though he had no basis to think that way. But based on the, the long, the koyach and the vua of Yirmiya, he saw into it. You know, that's really what I got the Baruch showing it. And he showed it, I saw a makal, and that's what he says, a tafter lyrics. Thus is bedik, what I showed you, this good gizen. When I showed you this eight, it was like an eight shokhed, and it was a makal shokhed. And why? Because dafke shkedi. Why shkedi? Because if we remember what we've learned in Pashas Kairach, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes the, the staff of Aaron sprout and blossom, and what, what kind of what fruit sprouts? What fruit sprouts? The, the, the almond sprouts. Why? So Rashi explains, brings from the Medrash, because it so happens to be that the almond tree sprouts faster and quicker than all other fruits. And it takes so many and so many days, and therefore Akadosh Baruch Hu shows the nest on the staff of Aaron with the uh, with the shkedim. Here to Akadosh Baruch Hu says, "I make you saw a makel shokidaf of shkedim because to shokid ani because I'm I will hasten. I want and speedily to implement what I want to do." Okay, so so the Arbabanel on the one hand highlights the makel, the 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 the, the, the highlights the shokid. Interestingly, the Malbim. Luckily, I don't have too many before she. I'm not going to say any more than the Malbim. Then I'll come to the Rogachov. The Malbim says, interesting. The Malbim says, right before that, and that's what we read, Hashem stretched out his arm and places it over his mouth. And this is the image he sees. In other words, he doesn't. There's no such thing, right? Stretches out his arm. So he sees something stretching, stretching out towards him. What is it? So HaKadosh Baruch asks him, what do you see? In other words, the Yad, which it says a moment ago, what do you see in that? And on that he says, and here comes the, 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 the Malbim, and he says both Nikudas. He says, number one, he sees a Makel. In other words, what's the Makel? He doesn't see. We find sometimes that it can mean, it, you can use, there's a term, Shevet. Shevet. Shevet is a branch. But the branch is, 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 is a fresh branch, right? A Makel, a Stecken, is an Oizgetricket to Stecken. So he says, he doesn't say, I saw a shavit, a branch, an olive, uh, an almond bra branch from an almond tree. He saw a stick, a dried out stick from an almond tree. Again, he highlights, he says, ah, the shows that he wants to be manish. He wants to, it's not a walking stick, he says, he wants to whack the Eden, so to speak, to strike the Eden. In other words, he wants to punish them. Number two, it's shocking, it's shkadim, right? Again, this is the almonds, because Hashem wants to do it speedily in, ha in haste. Okay, ended. So that's basically, in a nutshell, the three, in a nutshell, the almonds, yeah, uh, uh, the, the three definitions I saw, and I believe it's some more or less someone, everybody else says more or less, okay, I haven't seen any more, luckily. Now, what's, what's the result of the Malbim? The Malbim highlights both Nikudas, both the Makil and the Shoket, and he speaks the Makil Biyachas to the Shevet. That it's not a soft branch, but it's not a makel. Basically, I want to say that even though the Abramanel hides the makel and the Radak highlights the shockade, the, the Malbim takes them both into consideration. He doesn't mention any of them before. He says his own gang. End it. But my feeling is as follows. The Rogat Shover comes to this posuk. Now, of course, I, do I know what's in the Rogat Shover's head? No one will ever know what was in the Rogat Shover's head, even if you learn all the smarim, right? Nevertheless, 
But just from seeing the different cross-references that Rosh brings to our attention, number one, the Talmud Yerushalmi, with the Talmud Bavli, with the Toysvist, and with the different Bedrashim, etc. Number from that, and number two, also based on these Meforshim and looking at the Psukim, and the Rosh writes his comments on these Psukim, I would believe as follows. I don't know if it is so, but I would believe as follows. Again, the main issue would be, as, I believe, is as follows. From the Meforshim, you see, Mizeh Kodesh Baruch asks him. Asks the Novi, he's a prophet, right? He's not Stamachoch, right? He is a Choch, not of me, Novi. But whatever. He is a Novi, Novi Hashem, right? Akadosh Baruch Hu shows him, he has this image. And Akadosh Baruch Hu asks him, what do you, how do you analyze and, and, and translate this image? And he says, so and so, and Hashem says, he tafta lyrics. Now, it's not like Stamachoch, a conversation between Stam mentioned the Veltaran. It's a Novi with Akadosh Baruch Now, Akadosh Baruch has to commend him and say, you so well. So we must be dealing with something which is not so obvious, number one. And therefore, we need the Haskam of HaKadosh Baruch So we've seen a bit, the Radak already gives us a little to understand that really he didn't have any clue that it's the, the Makal Shokade, etc., etc. Now, I believe, according to the Rogachov, and possibly, he may learn that, listen, he may learn that he saw a Makal, and he also saw a Shokade, and he also saw blossoms, and leaves and almonds. That's my gut feeling. Nevertheless, HaKadosh Baruch Hu asks him, What did you see? And he says, I see a makel shokate. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, On that, he tough delirious. What's going on here? This is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu shows him. So, of course. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, What did you see? He's not blind. So he says, I saw what you showed me. Right? So what's, what's going on here? Wait. Hert und Stoint. So you have to, if you know Bavli's in Yerushalmi's, you can figure it out. And therefore, I think Dafka, according to the Rokhara Chava, we can appreciate why we need Dafka, the cook, the blick, the glance, the glimpse, the, the understanding, the grasp, the perception of a Novi, because love Dafka. You have to just really know how to figure it out. It's not simple. It's some riddle. Here we go. The Rokhara introduces for us a well-known medrash, which is recorded in Rashi in Yermia, on the Shkedi, which we mentioned a moment ago, right, about the Shkedi. But there the Gemara introduces it in Talmud Yerushalmi, the Talmud Yerushalmi introduces it in, in Misichta Tainis, Perik Dalit Halochahe, and that's in relation to Shiva Osir Betamus and Tishabov. And it says as follows, that according to all opinions, this is questionable, even though we know, we take it for granted, that Shiva Asr Betamuz, the wall of Yerushalayim was breached. At Ufka Oir, says the Mishnah. Right? And Tishabov was Shreifa Sahechal, the Besamikdash was destroyed, right? Etc. And the Gemara says that really here, Rabbi Yechon says he would have established another tenth, that's not the issue. But Shiva Asr Betamuz and the ninth above, nevertheless, there is another opinion that the, it, it was the ninth of us. The test Thomas, which is quoted in the Bavli, right? So etc. So they want to make a difference between the, the Rishonim and the Bavli. It may be a difference between the first base and the second base and the Shneiker. I just want to conclude. So test Thomas, I don't want to get too complicated. Test Thomas. Now says the Gemara. Listen to what the Gemara says. The Gemara says you should know that there is a simonus to a symbol. There's a symbol to remember that it was Shiva Osir Betamus, the breach of the wall. And Tishabov was, uh, was the Churban Beis HaMegidosh. What's the symbol? The symbol is Makel Shokeid. Makel Shokeid. Shokeid. The Shkedim. The Shkedim, the almond branch, the almond tree. 
Why? Because the almond tree, from the time it starts blossoming until it has its first fruit, it's 21 days. Oh, so the 21 days from Shiva Asur Betamuz till Tishabov. Says the Gemara, according to the way the Pnei Moshe learns, says the Gemara, and what's Lamanda Omar who says that the Hufko ear was Tes Betamuz, right? So according to that, when was the Churban Beis Amikdush? We have a clear posuk. Says the Gemara, you're right. This simon has to follow according to all opinions. In other words, Chof Aleph, this is, this is a number which everybody has to follow with. The Shkedim is symbolic for everybody. Everybody follows with it. Even the opinion who says the breach of the wall was the, tenth, the ninth of Tammuz. Why? Because the Churban was Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh Menachemov. So we have Shiva Asr Betamos from Shiva Asr Betamos to Tishavav, or from the 9th of Tammuz until Rosh Chodeshav, there's always 21 days. Says the Gemara, we have to stick to that, it's 21 days for sure, there's no other way. 21 days, Shkaidin. This, the Rogachavar says, Toysvis Imchoris brings this Yerushalmi. Now, of course, we'll take it on a Toysvis of the Sikh, the Imchoris, the Chesu, and Aleph. Yudafka won't see the Yerushalmi, but he says, the Yesh Bemedrish, it says. There's a Rosh Tevis, the Yevav Yud Mem, and I believe the Shittim Mekubetzes, so one of the Pirushim said, Vav Yud Mem is an abbreviation of the Yesh Medrish, and there is a Medrish. And this Medrish is basically this Talmud Yerushalmi, which I believe the Rosh understood that this Medrish quoted in the Tosfos is the Talmud Yerushalmi. Fine, Yafeh, nice Pekias, wonderful. Now, I want to just tell you, by the way, we'll soon come to the punchline, I mean, slowly as we go. It, the 21 days, interestingly, is a very interesting thing I found in the Sefer Ole Tomor. Now, very, it's, he, Ayid, his name was Rabbi Sochar Tomor. He was a Rav, he was a Chover in the Bezdin in Tel Aviv. He was a Gvaldechid, he was an Erlechid. He was a Yid from Poyol, I believe, because he brings interest, called many different things. A Tairid, he knew everything. Very world, well, very knowledgeable, very worldly. It's called, he wrote a, a, a monumental work on Talmud Yerushalmi. It's called Ole Tomor. You won't find it in general in your standard Batimadrosh, but smart enough, smart enough, the, the new Talmud Yerushalmi from Art Scroll know this Chibur Ole Tomor. I believe I knew it before they started to write it. That I knew it. It is known, but because they have Talmud Yerushalmi, we're going to tell you also they know of it. But it's not your standard commentary, but it's a separate volumes, Ole Tomor and Talmud Yerushalmi. So, so I'll be honest with you, whenever I find something interesting in Talmud Yerushalmi, I look right away in the Ole Tomor. I just have most uncertain sections of the Talmud Yerushalmi. Vita. So the Dali Tomori brings an interesting thing on this Gemara, the Chof al He says, it says in Sefer Minhogim from Marami Rutenburg. Okay, one of the Rishonim. One of the G'doyle Chachmi Ashkenaz, right? So he writes an interesting thing. He writes, he writes, listen to what he writes. He says, the Shliach Tzibur says the 21 lamentations Introduced by Rebbe Lozor HaKalir. Oh. Which is the twin? One moment, which we don't know. It's good. We'll soon find, we'll soon see. It's we should want to know. Baal Lozor So he says a Givaldike thing. He says, look, with this is Melichti Givaldike Doig. You know, I became very satisfied. Why? He says, I see, number one, he says, look, what do you see from there? Because this, the 21 is a very key number, it's a very important number. Between Shiva Asur Betamus, the Gemara makes a whole issue of it. The 21 days by the Shokade, so it's 21 days from Shiva Asur Betamus. One moment. days and three weeks or it's, something? It's three, it's 21 it's, days. It's, in other words, it's three weeks, right? We call it three weeks, but in the Shas, it's 21 days, okay? End it. So Bemeil and the Poskin is called Gimel Shavuos, whatever you like, right? But it's three, it's, it's th 21 days. So therefore, so the Rabbi Lozara Kalil, who was Rabbi Lozara Kalil? Rabbi Lozara Kalil was a Tana. 
He was a Tana, one of the Tanoim. By the way, you'll take out the Poskim, take out a Shulchan Aruch, Urachaim, Simen Samaches, in Hilchas, Birchas Krishma, whatever, that's where it is. Birchas Krishma, which should be Birchas Krishma. The end of Sif, Simen Samaches, Shulchan Aruch, they speak about Piyuti, right? Poets, right? We say poetry in our Tvilis. Now, in Chabad, there's not much Piyuti. In the Gerash Tibul, there isn't much Piyutim, right? But in Ashkenaz, his Piyutim is big time, right? Even he's in Davin Ashkenaz. Okay, now, within the Piyutim, there are big shakalavataris. Who established the Piyutim? What's the problem? Because the Piyutim are not your, in other words, you have your, 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 your structure of your, of your Siddur, right? Which is the structure based on, on Gemara and Poskim, right? So the, the Siddur based on the structure of the Gemara and Poskim, no way, everybody follows it, right? Just minor distinctions, minor differences. But then there are additional things which are added, either in the Birchas Krishna or in the, the Shemayna Esra, in the Chazar Sashat, etc., etc. The Shaila is, is it an interruption in the Davana, right? So here we have different opinions. The Chachme Ashkenaz, or big time on Piyutim, and therefore the poet, all the Piyutim are said, the Piyut, you say Piyut, right? And here comes the issue. Now the Arizal only said those piyutim which were 100% and therefore in the Siddur Arizal there isn't much piyutim, therefore in the Siddur Chabad there isn't much piyutim, whatever. Okay. But as minutes, yeah, as minutes. Yeah, well, I'm talking minutes. about, in, again, I'm talking about in the davening, in the middle of the Birchas Krishna, ah. in the middle of the Shliach Tzibur's Shmona Esra. You say, call me the additional things around Shana Yom Kippur, right? Because that is where they're coming from. What right do you have to mix in and break up your Shmona Esra that way? And you have very few, but others say, who knows what, right? So the question is, how may you do it? So here we go. So generally it's accepted. According to the Chachmi Ashkenaz, just listen carefully, I'm a nut. Chachmi Kalir, and this is quoted in the Alter Rebbe Shulchanoruch, take out the Alter Rebbe Shulchanoruch, the Rav Shulchanoruch is based on the Shulchanoruch of the, of the Mechaber and the Rambo, so it's basically based on Minogi Ashkenaz. Vikar is, he brings there that Rabbi Lozar Akali, he brings, he speaks about his piyutim, and he basically says, Rabbi Lozar Akali lived in Eretz Yisroel, in the city of, called Kiryat Sefer, and he was in this mancho, in Mekachin, Achoydesh, al He lived yet, he was in an era, which they were yet, before the calendar, right? That's how early. They were, they didn't even, they didn't keep no two days Yomtev yet. He didn't have no two days Yomtev. He says, that's why we find that all the piyutim and the Kroivitz, whatever we say, additional things, we don't say on the first day, we say only on the second day. Because he didn't introduce anything for the first day because he lived in Eretzichobuzmachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinachayimikachinach
Rabbi Lozer Akali wrote. And <coughs> you take out your safer kinis, right? Your kinis, Tishabov, right? The Ikiri, so he says, you'll see there's so many more than 21. So he says there was a stage in history which we knew which were the 21 which were original and which were added in the later generations. And he says in the, originally when they knew, the Shliach Tzibur only said aloud, aloud the 21, and then individuals said the additional ones. So he says, Alpiza, I understand very well why I see in Shul that the Shliach Tzibur says certain ones like this, I'm all, these, the Egypte River, these he says, and these he just skips over, and also it become, people are flexible, you know, take out your kinnis, some are bigger letters, some are shorter letters, so it's something worth investigating, it's important to investigate, exactly, I don't know, you have, you have today all the, well, the revised find? editions of the kinnis, and you have to see, maybe they know already today, which is Rabbi are Kalis, and which were added in the later generations. <coughs> I want to just conclude one thing. The 21, because the the 21, 21. it goes back to the 21 days of Shiva Asa Batamas at Tisha But what, how did they come into the... <laughs> The Shkedim. So, excuse me. So he, I've just talked about the the edit, the, 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 mechaber, the the writer, the scribe, Rabbi Lotar Akaler is the author of these lamentations. But when he authored lamentations for Tisha, for the Churban, he authored after 21 to coincide, to correspond with the 21 days. days. That's all. We're going on from here. Finished. Okay. So the Rogachover going says as follows. So we have a Talmud Yerushalmi and a Toysus. Listen to something very interesting. Here we go. The language in the Talmud Yerushalmi is as follows. He introduces the Posuk. And he says, look, it says in the Posuk, Michael Shokadani Roya, we're going to finish soon. Michael Shokadani Roya says the Talmud Yerushalmi. Listen to his language. Ma haluz, luz, ma haluz hazeh. It, it, it sprouts for 21 days from the time it blossoms till the time it has the full fruit. It's 21 days, right? The same. The, the, the time, uh, the time, uh, the frame from Shabbos of Tammuz, the Tisha B'Av has to be 21 days. The language the Talmud Yerushalmi uses is Mahaluz Hazeh. Luz. It's done, no? Relax. Yeah. Soon. You're right. Yeah. We know that's the Etzam Luz, yeah. which the Malava Malk is Nana from it, from that will be the Chiesa Mesa. That's one Indian. That's correct. And it's quoted in the El Yorabah. It's the same No, no, it is or it isn't. But it's a separate issue. But you're right, because Teshu says it in Bukhari, but it's not to get our discussion. Good. Now, the Gemara in Bukhari says the Rogachavar, this Talmud Yerushalmi is quoted in the Teshu, in Bukhari. Why? You'll soon see why. The Gemara in Bukhari says as follows. It takes for the hen. The Gemara speaks about certain animals, different animals. At the, how long it for the gestation period? And the gestation period by these animals, says the Gemara, we can find corresponding how it is in the vegetation, in the, veget- in the, ve- in the vegetable world. Says the Gemara, the, veg- the gestation for the hen to hatch the egg is 21 days. Yeah? Says the Gemara, Ukenegdoi bi'ilon luz. 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 Don't, don't get mixed up. Relax. Luz. Now, what's it this luz? Wait. Now Rashi, 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 Rashi says on the spot, Rashi is the Mefarish, yeah? Rashi says, you know what the Luz is? Luz is, he brings this old French word, he says, I go, he's something, Ketanim, I forgot already the lotion, you have to look in, and, and he brings it in the old French. Now, by the way, the same Luz is found in the Rashi in Chumash, take out a Rashi, in Parshas by Yetzay, where it says that, Moshe, that Yaakov used Maklois, 
It says, Armoin lose whatever different backloys. He uses different sticks and staffs to, to, to peel them, right? That when he wanted to do this geshef with lovem with the sheep, right? The Iker. So he uses different types of sticks over there. The lose is also mentioned. There too, Rashi says, you know what the lose is? He uses the same terminology. He uses the old French word. What does it mean? So you, you have to be no big chacham. You take out your vihesta uh, dartman. Your Schattenstein on, on Rashi, you take out your Schattenstein on Bcheris, and you see what it means. What does it mean? Hazelnut. What? Hazelnuts. Yeah. Hazelnuts. Loose, that's loose. That's what Rashi says. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest with you. I didn't have a Schattenstein at home. I don't have one. And I didn't look in my Schattenstein on Chumish. But I have a safer called. Jastro. No, I have it, but I haven't used it for years. Silik Bambi, and I have a Jastro. Jastro. 100% so. No, no, no. I have a different Sefer. It's called Yad Dovid. Yad Dovid is a very Hosh of a Sefer. He was a chief rabbi of Paris, going back in the time, to, in the time of Napoleon. And the Chassam Sefer was Maspidim. He was a Godel B. Israel. He was Mamashinu Kolatari Kulam. And his Svorim is nothing like his Svorim. There's nothing on earth like his Svorim. I mean, as much as we can say about everybody, but whatever. He, there's nothing like him. And Mohan Yerushalayim publishes regularly his Svorim. It's called, there's a series of something called Yad Dovid. Okay, Anafkim, and he has additional Svorim, other Svorim. So Yad Dovid, and he was a very worldly, knowledgeable person. When it comes to this Rashi, he says very clearly, he says, it is hazelnut, okay? And he says it's called Nozboim. Nosboim. We had one of those. He brings the Rashi. He says, See, you have to understand, he was a chief rabbi in Paris. He knew French. He doesn't bring no shots. Right? He wrote it 200 years ago. He writes, it means very clearly, hazelnut. He says, Chlor, hazelnut. And he says in Yiddish, it's Nosboim. And he says, that's what Rashi is referring to the old French. It is hazelnut. Finished. That's Rashi's shot. Toysvis brings Pirish Rashi. And then Toysvis brings, and here comes the rugged shot. The Rivo says, that's one of the Baliatoisvis. The Rivo says, you know what? The Kenegdoi Be'ilon lose. You know what it is? Shkedim. Almonds. It's not hazelnut. It's almonds. Okay? Good. And the, right away, Toisvis itself brings to rice from Talmud Yerushalmi, from, from Targum Yerushalmi. Where it says in the Torah, Shkedim, twice. One Shkedim, Botnim Ushkedim, by Yaakov. Where Yosef is going, going, the brothers are going to Yosef. So Yaakov loads them on to bring gifts to Yosef, to Paroi, whatever. It says, bring Botnim Ushkedim. Rashi says, says, says the Targum Yerushalmi, Shkedim, Luzim. Luzim. Good. Then, Toysus brings it. And the chain, makel shokate. Here comes makel shokate. Ani roishtaitin targum yerushalmi. You don't have it in your standard targum standard Tanakh because it's not targum yerushalmi. But Toysus brings. It says in targum yerushalmi. What is makel shokate? Ani roish losing, losing. Just remember now, losing. Makel shokate. The targum says losing. Bemele. When the Gemara says. And Toysvis goes on to bring seemingly, what's the, the an ongoing case, whoever's interested. The Choknosa wants to say, Pshat, that Toysvis wants to bring a riot to the river. The Yadove says, eh, he doesn't know what he's saying, etc. Whatever. The outcome. And here comes the Yadovit, comes into the picture, and he says, yeah, losing, that is almonds, and that's called Mandelboy. 
Mandelbäume, nicht Mandelbräut. Ja, ist das Mandelbräut? Ist das Mandelbäume? Kennst du Mandelbäume? Ja, ist ein Boy. Das ist ein David Mandelbäume von der Gera Moise Dovere, der publisch das Wort. Das ist ein David Mandelbäume, wie wir alle wissen. Aber Mandelbäume ist Mandelbäume. Aber wir wissen noch Mandelbäume. Ja, wie Mandelbäume? Oh, come on, we all have. They don't know how to make it. Okay, Mandelbäume ist gut. Okay, enough, give me that. Dicker, so Mandelbäume and Nussbäume, Nussbäume. Hazelnut and Mandelbäume is almonds. Okay, what do we have here? So it's very clear that according to Rashi, Shkedim and Luzim have nothing to do with each other. But, according to the Riva, they do. Now, the Riva learns that Luzim are Shkedim. Alright, Luzim are Shkedim. So what do we see? We have a Talmud Yerushalmi which follows with a Targum Yerushalmi. That wherever it says Shkedim, almonds, it's translated to Luzim. Beautiful. Now, this Talmud Yerushalmi in, in Tainus, which says which establishes the 21 days, what does it say? Ma'aluz hazeh. He talks in that language, losing. Ma'aluz hazeh. The Gemara and Pchuris says, it doesn't use the terminology. Shocking, he says, losing. So you see that the Shas uses the Yerushalmi and the Babli, says the rugged shover. We see, he doesn't say it, but I believe he means that. Right? Uses the language losing. So we have Shkedim and we have losing. Is it the same thing? Get ready. Zog the rugged shover. They're all in the family of almonds. They're all almonds. But, the Gemara says in Chulin Dav Chofei Omid Beis, and it's a Mishnah in Maestro's Perik Aleph Halacha Dalet. Listen carefully. There are Shkedim Morim, bitter almonds, and there are Shkedim Misukim, sweet almonds. And the Gemara says Mefurish. Shkedim Morim, according now again, let me just say what I'm saying From here onwards, because the rugged shover is not very readable, so therefore the Rebbe, I mean, the Rebbe brings the rugged shover always. But it so happens to be, here the Rebbe brings the rugged shover and expounds on the rugged shover and explains the rugged shover in Luka Tosichas, volume 33. So therefore a lot of what I'm going to be saying now is based on the Rebbe's analysis, partially to substantiate what the rugged shover is saying. So I'm telling what the rugged shover says based on the Rebbe's substantiation of his words. So good. So basically, the Rebbe claims that to understand the Rogachov, it follows with the Pirush of Rabbeinu Gershon in Chulin. Okay, and it follows, in other words, because if one will examine the Rashi and the Toysvis and the Rambam, the Rebbe brings all these Pirushim, and also other, other classical Rishonim in the Sechta Maestris, it seems they're not mamish uh, eye to eye with the Rabbeinu Gershon and with the Rogachov. Rogachov, uh, the Rabbeinu Gershon is straightforward. And he says, Morim means literally the bitter. The sukim is that sweet, literally sweet. And therefore, the Gemara says as follows. Says the Gemara as follows. There are almonds when they are small. In other words, they just grew, they just sprouted, they just yeah, came. They are misukim. And when they mature, when they develop, when they progress, when they become fully grown, so then they become bitter. Then there are almonds, they're all mean, they're all shkaded, well, they're all almonds. Better. Bitter is better. No, bitter, it's not edible. We just said, sweet are edible and so bitter are not edible. At the beginning. So there are shkedim, which when they are tiny, when they're small, when they're tiny, they're edible, they're sweet. And when they mature, and they, when they're fully grown, they become bitter, you can't eat them. Then there are almonds, says the Gemara, just the opposite. That when they are small and not, uh, not uh, what do you call it, not ripe. Yeah. They're not ripe, so they're not, they're, 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 they're not edible, right? They're bitter. And only then when they're fully grown, they're fully uh, mature, they're gemar, gemar peri. So then they are sweet. And the Gemara says, This is what says the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Says the Brysa. 
that you should well the Mishnah says it also but the price explains it that depends if they're, when, they're, when they're unripe and when they're ripe the difference between these two types of, of shkedim. And the Gemara says there's enough kemina in relation to, to maestras, tithes. You separate maestr only from oichel. Yeah. But something which is not edible, you don't have to give maestr from. Not just maestr, but you have to give maestr from meat. Mm. So only maestr from edible foods do you have to give tithes. But you don't have to give tithes when something which isn't edible. So the Gemara says you have to know what you're talking about. If it's those which are in the beginning sweet, and at the end, bitter. So when they're bitter, you don't give tithes. If they're those in the beginning, uh, uh, sweet, and it was bitter, they have to be that. To the degree that in Hilchus Birchus Sahanan, in Shulchan Aruch, take out a Shulchan Aruch, in Hilchus Brochus, Simen Reish Beis, this portion, a halacha in Shulchan Aruch about almonds, which are either bitter or edible. And the halacha is, take out the Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, Simen Reish Beis, Sif Hei. Okay, I just saw it 10 minutes ago. And the Rebbe refers us to that halacha. It's portion of halacha in Hilchus Brochus. If they're bitter, they're not edible, you don't make any bracha whatsoever. I didn't look at Mishnah. Like, medic- like medicine. For the same reason. Well, let it be like medicine. Whatever. It's medicine. not edible. Yeah. Like medicine. And any other thing which is edible. Yeah. it. That's the halacha. When you are nehenna from the oichel, when you appreciate your oichel, you, yeah, when it satisfies you, you make a bracha. But if it's not satisfying, you don't make a bracha. If it's not edible, so it's not begeder oichel, so you don't make a bracha at all, says the Alter Rebbe. But if they're sweet, and you can sweeten them, says the Gemara, etc., etc., you'll make a bracha, Finish. Listen carefully now. Listen carefully, and here's the punchline. He says that Dover And that's why I say, according to the Rabbi Chover, we can definitely say that Akadosh Baruch Hu showed him mm. an almond branch, an almond branch, with its blossoms and with its flowers and with the almonds. But, says the Rabbi Chover as follows, you should know that even though both Luzim and Shkedim are almonds, but there's a difference. Luzim Literally, a translator, Rashi says it, nobody says it. The Poskim say, Luzim are egoism kitanim. And they're edible only when they are small. When they are unripe, they are edible, they're sweet. When they become fully ripe, they are bitter. It's Luzim. Luzim. But Shkedim is up the opposite. That's the opposite mentioned in Chulim. This is the other type of almond. That when they are unripe, they are bitter. And when they are ripe, they are sweet. Here we go. Zogda Rogachover, her 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 tire. Hakodish Boruchu showed him a makel shoked. Asks Hakodish Boruchu to svarstan and vosir will derweisen. Maatoroyu, what did you see? So he says makel shoked aniroy. Says the Rogachover. You remember you could have said makel lose aniroy. I see all the almonds look the same. It's the same family. They're the same species. They're the same type. The difference is the taste and what comes first. First it's bitter and then it's sweet. The lose, first it's bitter, then it's sweet. The opposite. First it's sweet and then it's bitter. The shockade, first it's bitter, then it's sweet. So I shows him a shockade. You have to be a novi. You have to be a novi. You, you can't not identify. You can't, not identifiable. On the branch looking at it. You have to eat it or taste it. HaKadosh Baruch says, Mo'atoroi, evozestu. That means I'm a novi of them. So what does he say? Makel shokei dani roya. I need, I see a makel shokei. He doesn't say a makel luz. And listen, what's the pella? You find that Loshna Torah is makel luz by Yaakov. The Gemara Mephurish in the Sugi of the Chof Aleph Yoim from this posuk. This posuk says the Gemara, that what do we say? Mahaluz hazeh. The Gemara in Talmud Yerushalmi, when it derives from the Makel Shoket, from this passage, uses terminology of luz. 
So you can say it's a sign on Yerushalmi, but it's, we see clearly there are two types. So the Gemara uses Luz. When the Gemara in the B'chorus says, Ukenegdoi Bilon, it says Luz. Ah! So the Rogan Shavar claims that in all those Gemaras it means Luz, Luz. That's why, that's what, if the Gemara would have said Shokade, in B'chorus, Rashi wouldn't say it means Hazelnut. The only reason why Rashi says it, does, it means Hazelnut because it says Luz. So you see, Luz is an important expression. So when we're talking about an omen, says the Rosh Hashanah, and this Luz him and this Shkade him, so we have to say, what do you see? He doesn't say, Makel Luz him on Yerai. Ani Makel Shkade him on Yerai. Says the Kodesh Baruch Hu, Hei Tafto Liroiz. As Pshat, Hei Tafto Liroiz. Says the Rosh Hashanah, Adover Nifla. Listen to what he says. What should Hei Tafto Liroiz? Hei Tafto Liroiz. Well, here we come to a Taish. Hei Tafto Liroiz, normally we say, are you analyzed it correctly? Says the Rogat Shover, according to his chat, you know what Itaf means? What you saw was for the good. For the good. For the good. That's what Itaf Talirus means. What's it for the good? So he brings the Mephurishi Gemara in Misechte Menoches, where the Gemara says as follows. The Gemara says, no, the Gemara says in Kedushin, well, soon bring the Gemara in Menoches. He brings the Gemara in Kedushin, the Flamadala from Udbeis, a Rashi and a Tesis. What does it say? It says, Mizmer la'asaf elakim bo goim benachlosecha timu esechol kachecha somewhere is Yerushalayim le'im machal l'ramayi favadecha. We're talking about the destruction of the temple, right? So there's a capital in Tilim. It says, Asaf, right? Is saying Mizmer, a song to Hakadosh Baruch Hu about the destruction. Says the Gemara. So asks the, says Rashi and Toisvus. They bring it from a medrash. Now this Avimi, the Gemara says he had this. This, this he had a revelation, HaKadosh Baruch he had this inspiration to translate, to define the Pesach in this way because he was Mechabed his father. Thanks to this, that he was Mechabed his father, Rashi says in Teish say that's why HaKadosh Baruch gave him the insight to touch the Pesach this way. And he was disturbed. It says, Mizmer la'asaf, so kinami boyelay. We should say, we're talking about the destruction, we should say that there's a lamentation here. Right? He's a, 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 a clocked. What are we saying? He's singing. Says, the, says Rashi and Toysavis, which in essence, the Rokhachava brings Rashi and Toysavis in Kedushin. It doesn't bring no Echa Rabbis with Maisis. Lamaisis, it's a Medrash Rabbi and Echa, etc. On the Posuk, Kilo Chamosoi Alho Eitzim Ba'alo Avonim. So what's Pshat? HaKadosh Baruch Hu redirected his wrath from the Jewish people onto the wood and the stones of the Beis HaMikdosh. He redirected his wrath. So therefore, says Rashi and Toysavis and the Medrash, right? That's the Pshat. Mizmor la'osof. And it doesn't say kina la'osof. Because it's not lamentations. We are actually giving God praise and singing out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Mizmor la'osof. That what? That what? Kilochamosoy. He had wrath and he, God forbid, wanted to annihilate Am Yisrael for their sins, right? What did he do? His wrath he expressed on the Beis Amigdash and he destroyed the Beis Amigdash and the Am Yisrael remained alive. So therefore he's singing song to Hashem Mizmer Lahasov. Says the Rabbi Chavara. What do you see? And the Rabbi explains it as follows. What is the interesting thing of a shock? What's, what's the shock? What do you see in the shock? First it's bitter and then it's sweet. Basically it's a transformation, right? That even though in essence it's bitter, it's transformed to become sweet, Right? Till to the degree that before there's no maizu and now you give maizu, before there's no bracha now you give a bracha. So it's, it's it's a true thing. It's not that pastamba hypothetical. Oh, if that's the case, it's a real thing. If that's the case, says the Rogat Shover, ah, when we see a shockade, what is Hakadosh Baruch Hu showing the Navi Yirmiya? And the Yirmiya grasped and perceived it correctly. He says, ah, 
I see you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, wants to destroy the Beis Amigdash, right? And the question is, is it bitter or sweet? So what does Yirmiya say? Michael shocked Aniroye. On the one hand, what is a shocked? It's bitter. But what do I see? What eventually happens? It transformation it becomes sweet. So a shocked is really sweet at the end after it matures. And that's what I see. What did he see? He sees by this that Akadosh Baruch was expressing his wrath on the Churban Beis Amigdosh, on the Beis Amigdosh, and he's not doing it to the Amistro. The Eden are saved. So that was the Hatzol of Amistro. So the Mela, that's what Akadosh Baruch wanted to say. He picked it up, and that's what Akadosh Baruch says. He goes further. He says, "He shoykate." What does it say further? That's the Hitafta lyrics. What you see is not just good gizen. This is good. In other words, you see the goodness in it. There's a destruction. How could you see this goodness there? How could there be goodness? There's no good at all. It's no good. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a burnt fire. Sigi ferla. So bitter with the girl. Sigi ferla. Yeah. No, but he says it's shocking because he's not saved. That's why it's mismalosov. Because I hasten to implement what I want to do. So here brings another Gemara, where the Gemara says, this is a non Gemara Misech Gitten, where the Gemara says, the Gemara says that, it says that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu hastened the exile for the Jewish people Two years before they were meant to be exiled. Because what does it say in the Torah? HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that's the Kriya Satur on Tishabot, right? Kisolit bonim uvnei vonim. So it says, v'noishantem ba'oret, you will be exiled in the lands, and you'll get totally annihilated, there'll be nothing left of you. So v'noishantem after the Chubb Mesamigdush, Bavl, yeah, Nebuchadnezzar. Vicar. When two so, years earlier. Yeah, yeah. Two years earlier. I think so. And Rashi brings in a chumash. They got a chumash and Rashi. Dvorim. Venoishantem. I'm finishing. Venoishantem is 852. HaKadosh Baruch after 850 years, he had the Jewish people exiled. So HaKadosh Baruch hastens to get the Eden into exile two years before in order that they should remain alive. And so I was blinded from Eden. Come to Choyset. That kishoked al 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 That's the shockade. That's the sweetness. It's bitter. It's a bitter with the gal. You can gain a golus. Oh, but there is a sweetness there. In other words, that that is saving the Eden. That's the mile of the shockade. Like we explained before, based on the etzemin that kilach hamosoi, etc. He also explained it in the hemshach of kishoked. Which, by the way, the Rebbe adds that you find interestingly in Yirmiya in, in, in that when it speaks about the gulas. The Gulas is strolling Yirmiya, so in Kapitel Lamed Aleph, in Kapitel Lamed Aleph, he uses the same terminology when it comes to the Gula. It says the Loshan here. Here it says, it's, the Loshan is in Posuk Chavzayim. We're using the same shockade. What? Not just for the Churb, not for the Gula, because that's the Mila, the half of the Shokkeh. So the Rabbi Chavar says, that's the Hitaf, the Lirois, it's not the losers. Then he goes on to bring a Gemara Menachas, interesting thing. The Gemara says in Menachas, HaKadosh Baruch, based on the, based on the Pasuk, the Gemara Menachas, the Nun Gimelamut base, based on the Pasuk in Zechariah, where it says in Zechariah, not in Zechariah, I'm sorry, based on the Pasuk in, uh, in, uh, yeah, in Zechariah, no, Zechariah, it's not in Zechariah, uh, maybe, where is it? No, it's in Yirmiya Yudalef, I'm sorry. In Yirmiya Yudalef, uh, what is this? Yeah, and Yimri Yudalef, Shtet Azoi. It says that Kodesh Poruchu, the Beisamit is destroyed. And Kodesh Poruchu sees Avram Avinu standing there. So Kodesh Poruchu says to him, What are you doing? What are you, what are you, what to do? He says, I came to look after my Eden, my, my, my children. Where are my children? 
They were sent to exile. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, they sinned and therefore they were exiled. Says the Gemara further. He starts arguing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Maybe they were Bishoyge, they did it unintentionally, sin. They weren't, they wasn't, they weren't Mizidim. Says HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I don't know if it's Petes, but it's a Menachas and Gimel for sure. Al Kalpana, I just saw the Menachas. Maybe. Vaita. So he says, maybe, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, no, they were definitely deliberate in their sin. Then he says, maybe it was only a minority, not a majority. I say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, definitely it was a majority, not just a minority. Then he says, but they had this Chus of Mila. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, unfortunately, they didn't circumcise their children. So he's never, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he starts crying, Avram Avinu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu places his hand on his head, it says there. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, Kavayoch Hu places his hand on his head. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says as follows. Let me just read for you the Pesach. The Pesach quoted there is as follows. He's, the Pesach reads in Yirmiyah Yud Aleph. Meli Yididi Bevesi. Says the Gemara, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Avram Avinu, which was called Yedid. He says, Meli Yididi, what are you doing? What is my, my friend doing in my home? In the, in the Beis Amigdush. What are you doing here? So basically, the Gemara says because it came to, to, to worry about the Eden. So Hash, uh, he says to Hashem that they, they maybe they sinned unintentional. So Hashem says, "No, Asoisa, uh, Asoisa They did it deliberately. Then he says, "Maybe it was only a minority." So Hashem says, "No, Harabim." It was a majority. Says the Gemara, "What about uh, Avram?" Says, "What about the Brismila?" So they said, "Of Sar They never didn't keep the mitzvah of Mila. Okay. Then Hashem says to him, "Listen, but you know what will be." So, so he says, what's going to be with my children, says Avram Avinu. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you know, we'll be with them. He says to them as follows. He says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Avram, Zayis ranon yefei pri toyar kora Hashem shmech. Hashem said to him, they will be like the Zayis ranon, like the tree who gives out this, uh, how do they translate Zayis ranon? Uh, yeah, yes, uh, a leafy olive tree, beautiful with shapely fruit. Now Rashi says, according to the way Rashi learns well, Rashi explains it, okay? But let's, without going on with Rashi. Well, it's interesting, look at Rashi, Menachas, Davdun, Gibor. Listen to what the Rabbi Shabbos says. He says, look, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is consoling Avram Avinu with the Zayis. After he's crying his lungs out, right? HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, it will be like a Zayis Ranon. What is he saying? He says, take the Zayis, and he brings from different places in Chazal as follows. The Gemara says in, uh, the Gemara says, the well-known Gemara in Mesech Sanhedrin. The Gemara says that the Yoyna, the Dove, when she came out of the Teva, she has all uh, Zayis Torah Bifio, right? She has the leaf of the Zayis tree. And we once discussed it. Baruch, how did she have an olive tree? It said, olive, how was there something left after the marble? Whatever. Says the Gemara, what did the Yoyna say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Yiyem mizoynaisai mirurin kizayis vide HaKadosh Baruch Hu that my sustenance should be even bitter. But as long as it's Hashem supplying me, rather than it should be sweet and I should have a human being supply, sustain me. That's what, so, says the Rogat Shavar, ah, Adam Furushi Gemara, where it says that Azayas is bitter. It's a bitter Vidigal, it's a bitter, Azayi Gelang, where we talked about the Shkadim, it's a bitter and Aziz, okay? So he says, the Zayas is bitter, says the Gemara. Now, interestingly, just interesting, the Rogat Shavar doesn't fall for it. Rogat Shavar says, he says, he says, in, in that Gemara, there's a Toysvis. The Toysvis says that when the Gemara says, Zayas Mirurin is bitter, so it says, Allah Zayas. What is bitter? The leaf is bitter, says Rashi. Ratoysha says it goes on the elon, it goes on the tree. It's not the fruit, it doesn't refer to the fruit. But on that Toysha, they refer to Ratoysha and Psochim. The Rabbi says, Look, I am the Psochim, the Flamet Vovom Dalaf, and Rabbi Kibayagir also says, I am the Psochim, the Flamet Vovom Dalaf. Where is the Psochim? You want to go? You can go. I'm finishing in Mamish in two minutes. I'm, we'll wrap it up in two minutes, Mamish. So in Psochim, the Flamet Vovom Dalaf, the Gemara says that you, if Matzah, Matzah cannot be, you cannot fulfill the mitzvah of Machilas Matzah, the night of Pesach, the mitzvah of Machilas Matzah from Bikurim. Bikurim, we have to bring from the seven. 
Seven minim, right? From the seven minim right? From the seven species which Hakadosh Baruch Hu praised there to Israel. Says the Gemara therefore chitim, which is one of the, the grain, the five grains. So it's one of the the seven seven minim. Says the Gemara if someone a, a koyin has a chitim, a koyin has chitim bikurim, right? In the base which was given to the koyin chitim, he cannot use that that wheat. And grind it and use it for matzah. Why? Because it says, Rabbi Yisrael says, it says, You have to be able to eat the matzah all over. And because Bikurim, you can eat only Yerushalayim, therefore you can't fulfill the mitzvah of matzah with Bikurim. The Gemara, then the Gemara brings another opinion. But the reason why matzah is not good with Bikurim says, the Gemara says, that's another Sugim Sachim. That's the Sugim Sachim also. And Hanami, the same thing. But I don't know, it depends if it's Mom and Gavoy, Mom and Hedit. Yeah, but the Gemara in the Sugi of Chale in Sachim earlier, the Gemara discusses my Shane, I think so, I don't remember. Then the Gemara says another time, because it says, Matzah is like Moror. And just like by Moror, you can't have Bikurim from Moror, says, says the Gemara. The same matzah can't be from Bikurim. Says Toysis, why can't you have Bikurim Moror from Bikurim from Moror? Moror, bitter. It's the Zais. Zais is one of the seven things. So the Zais is bitter. Says Toysis, you should know. But the Gemara says later that Moror is a Yerik, is a vegetable. So therefore, it cannot mean Zais because Zais is a fruit. That's one shot. The second shot of Tosfos is when it says Zayis is bitter, it goes on the tree and the leaves. It doesn't go on the fruit. But you see at least from the first terence of Tosfos that he held that it can refer to the fruit. Let's continue. I'm continuing on. So that's in relation to the Zayis. Listen, I'm almost finishing. I'm sorry. What happens with the Zayis? It's bitter, yeah. Doctor Abel, listen. Then you crush it and you have shemen from it. Says the Gemara, listen, he brings him before the Gemara in Mesichta, in Mesichta, in Mesichta Sanhedrin Davchav Dalet. Says the Gemara as follows, that there's a difference between the Talmud HaChachom in Eretz Yisrael and the Talmud HaChachom in Chutz Lores. Talmud HaChachom in Eretz Yisrael, when they discuss things and learning, they're noichin zelazer, they're very pleasant with, between each other. And the Talmud HaChachom in Bavel, they hacken, they rise and shticker anything, it's waiting. Mirurim, says the Gemara, Mirurim, Mirurim zelazer, it's a bitter anything, it's waiting, listen. It's based on a passage in Scharia. Why? Because first it says in Scharia, Yitzhar. It says in Scharia, this psukim of Zayis, two Zaysim, two Zaysim. So the two Zaysim are Merurim. There's the two Zaysim are referring to the Talmud of the Bavel. And then it says Yitzhar means oil. So those are two Zaysim. says the Rabbi where it says that Shemen is pleasant. Noyach. And Zayis is bitter. So it goes on the Zayis. Interesting, Rabbi Shaya Berlin, in the Gilead. Oh, he says, he's still talking about the tree. He refers us to both Toysim, listen, where both Toysim says all along that it's not the Zayis which is bitter. Well, the Rogachavah doesn't fall for the whole thing, and he learns that the Zayis is bitter. So what do we have, says the Rogachavah from these Gemaras, that the Zayis initially is bitter, okay? And then, it's after sweet. you crush it, it's sweet, right? It's a noyach, it's a noichin zeloze, it's pleasant, it's a machnush kerash, it's a baistish, it's a nish bitter, v'chulu, v'chulu, v'chulu. I don't know, maybe it's negate to bovel, and anshi bovel, and golos bovel. And, and he fears this, the Gemara says, and hurry, you stuff, you'd give me what the Gemara say, right? That you eat zeisim, it's mishakach talmudah, right? It's hard, it's bitter, it goes against you, what you're studying. Mashayim ken shem and zayis, it's machzot talmudah. The Rav Shavu brings that. So he says, that's what the Gemara means, mesechta menachter, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Avram Avinu. He says, what can you eat my children? They're in golos. So basically, so the, the Rabbi Shabbat follows in the same vein. 
first we discussed the, the destruction of the Churban Beis Amigdash, right? The Churban Beis Amigdash are the Shkedim. Of course, the Yidin are saved. Now we're talking about the Yidin after all are in Golos. But the time is the Yidin in Golos. Will they ever come back? So he says it's like the Zayah. The Baruch who says they will flourish like a Zayah. What does he mean? Yeah, so the Rabbi Shabbat doesn't mean like a Zayah. He means what? What's it with a Zayah? Just like a Zayah. What does it say? The That's fruit that blossoms. Yeah. Originally is Bittenebach. But we bow from it when you have to crushing it. Now we have to the Golos, this Ketisha. But then what do we have from it? There's a transformation. Which is Noyak Zalazah. So the Mela from Dematarais Kuma that will be the Golos Lamb of Mehrevi Amen. Good night. I haven't finished more or less. It's a Zerach HaGodah, but the Amoch is Mamish Niflo. So when the Gemara talks about the Kuchal Afghan between Shavis and the Talmud, does it refer to Liz or to Shukait? The Talmud Yerushalmi says, Mefurish Mahaluzah, that's what I wanted to say. So why? Excuse me, that's the word. The 